When something happens to your car, you might say, But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Hola, Carolina. Hola, honey. How are you? How so are you feeling? You. I oh, know. <laughs> we are still quarantined. Carolina yeah, is still, still in her house. I am still in my house, but we're seeing each other on Zoom. Yes. And we're giving you these episodes because we don't want you to feel like, you know, we just jumped ship and we abandoned you because it's like we get so many DMs and every time somebody would tag me like, can we get a new episode? I'm like, do they not understand a pandemic is happening? But then I'm like, let me just be nice. Okay, soon. We're going to get together soon. You know, so I'm, I'm happy we're here and that we're back. Well, I do, I do think that, you know, just a lot of people are misunderstanding just because you're working from home doesn't mean that you have a lot of free time on your hands, you know? Mm-hmm. So when I explain my schedule to people, they sit back and, and here's the other thing too. You know, um, when I explain my schedule, I always say, this is just me. This is not, you know, everybody else has their own individual thing that they are going through, but like legitimately I am more tired working from home and doing everything that I'm doing than when I actually physically had to go into the city and come back home. I can have some time to decompress. I don't have time to decompress. I, I go to the bathroom and I try to like find some time for myself. These children, they find me everywhere. They're like little Snoop Dogs. You know that Noah has now dubbed himself Snoop Dogg because he that is, is like, I like he that. is all up in my business. Like he'll be laying with me. He's like, who are you texting? And I'll say, nobody Snoop Dogg. Don't worry about it. That's so Snoop Dogg. I love this. Snoop. This like, is so Mommy, cute. Mommy, am I Snoop Dogg? If I ask you too many questions, I said, yes, yes, because you're being a detective, you know? So <laughs> welcome to Life in Spanglish. You know, we have been just trucking along. I've been talking to Honey. We've been talking about like the different dynamics now that we are at home. And um, you were telling me something and I howled when you said it. What? You were talking about Noonie taking a nap. Oh my God. Dude, when I let him take the six hour nap so that he would be, be disappeared from my life. Jesus. Yes. Listen, you know what's happening. It's like he works, but by the time he gets off of work, I'm getting up. So mm-hmm. it's like, he's back at home at 8 a.m. And that's when I wake up. So it's like, yeah, he gets to like go to work. He gets to like take a shower, drive around, come back, do his thing. I wake up and he's here. So there is yes. absolutely zero alone time for me 
yeah. period. So it's like when he does take a nap, I'm like, oh, oh, let him take his nap. Yesterday okay, he took just, the other day. Yeah. Um, he took a six hour nap, and I was just so quiet, and I was just like, oh, okay, I can do whatever I want, and he's not gonna ask any questions, and it was absolutely amazing. Well, the, no, this is so messed up because I want you to tell people the real deal. And she said, she goes, girl, I've been tiptoeing for six hours around this place because I do not want this man to wake up and start bothering Carolina, me. he was so mad when he woke up. He was like, why did you let me sleep all day? I'm like, yeah, you look so peaceful. Why would I wake you? But while he no. was sleeping, girl, I ate whatever I wanted. I watched You were finding shows. your peace. You I was on like... Instagram. I was just doing my thing. <laughs> Nobody was asking me no questions. It was, it was amazing. And then, oh. you know, navigating uh, being quarantined with your significant other, um, it's different. It is, you know, so there have been many studies that have happened that talk about like whether or not your relationship has been strengthened by the quarantine or if it has been damaged. And so there are a lot of couples who are going through the rediscovery of each other. And I think that that's kind of what has happened with Mark and I. I used to always say to you, Mark and I are like two ships passing in the night because mm -hmm. much like your relationship, I get up in the middle of the night and I would go into the city. I wouldn't see Mark until seven o'clock at night. I that's maybe crazy. get one phone call. This is prior to COVID-19. Mm -hmm. I would maybe get one phone call before he would go to lunch because he would check in, just say like, hey, how are you? But Did you that eat? was like, yeah, that was like before I would go into yoga. So it would be like a quick phone call. So literally I would not see my husband until seven o'clock at night. Now I am with this mofo 24 It's <laughs> different. And you know what it is? I said to him, I go, I forgot how much I like you. Like, I forgot how much I like my husband. Like, I lost a little bit of that for a while. That's so cool. It's like you're dating again. But it you're just is. locked up in the house dating again. I know, but he gets to hit it whenever he wants. I have no excuses now. <laughs> you don't got to rush nowhere at all. Exactly. But no, it, for me, we were having some issues prior to... Um, you know, this whole, this whole situation with communication and the, the workload, because I have always been the person to take care of the family in the home. And, you know, so much so that he would ask me, where's the pasta in this place? I'm like, you don't even know where the pasta is. Like go to the second drawer. It's right there. So I think that it has brought an awareness to him of everything that goes in to keep the household running, you know? And, and that, you know what? I, I think that's amazing because it's like yeah. out of sight, out of mind, but it's like now he sees like you're working all day from yeah. the morning till the nighttime. And, and now it's just like, it gives you an added value. You know, it's like, you know, when, when your parents are watching you and they're watching you work hard and you're like, they're going to be proud of me. Yeah. Kind of like the same situation with like marriage now. It's like when he sees me cleaning and cooking and working, like now before he used to be like, oh, your job is fun. You don't do anything. Now he's like, you work too much. Get up yes. with that computer. So yep. now it's like, oh my God, now he finally sees the amount of work that I put in. He doesn't just think, I'm hanging out at a radio station having fun. Well, I think the awareness was there before, but now the awareness is heightened and he's more um, sympathetic to everything that I'm juggling. It's a very sincere thing. But if you think that I haven't looked at him sideways because he's breathing too hard or Girl. if he's opening up the chips and he's too fucking loud because I'm watching TV and I have to rewind Housewives three times because he is so loud when he eats chips... 
it is not all roses over oh, here. Trust me, it is not. There have been times where I've banished him and I'm like, no, 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 no. You stay in the living room. I'm going to the bedroom and I want my time, you know, because you do need a little bit of that separation. You do. You definitely do. It's like... <sighs> It, it took away kind of like my freedom, you know, I was just, I was yeah. very independent. It's it like I was married, but then everything I just, I did it by myself. From the moment I woke up, he was gone. And then I wouldn't mm -hmm. see him again until like seven o'clock at night. But now it's just like, do you want to watch TV together? Do you want to sit together? Do you want to eat together? It's like before I had my breakfast by myself and I ate what I wanted. And I, as long as I wanted it, now it's just like, what are we eating? I'm like, we, since when did breakfast become a we thing? I, I eat whatever right. I want. You eat whatever you want. So now it's like more complicated compromising what time are we gonna have lunch i'm like i mm -hmm. can't take away from this computer like i just just it's not how about a thing. you make lunch yeah, how no, about try. well yeah. we've we've split it so it's like he does like the breakfast every single day when he gets home from work and then lunch and dinner i kind of like do it myself but um but honey no lo puedes mal acostumbrar no lo puedes mal acostumbrar because then later on he's gonna be expecting that lunch he's Girl, gonna be he already expecting know. that breakfast Hell i told no. them today i said i said listen <laughs> i'm not cooking again after outside is open this kitchen ain't never seeing me like these pots i'm wasting the pots carolina i'm like oh look at the pots they look they look used now the, you, your pots look brand new do you know that i noticed that when you first started showing like your cooking skills i said did she get a brand new set of pots is it because that thing i just never used to use that all my soot on them they got like the flame thing i was nope. like wait my pots were brand, brand new, new set of pots nah it's just i wasn't cooking like that because Maybe I would cook once a week. I, I, we would eat breakfast and lunch out well, no. six days a week. To be and fair, then, though, mm -hmm. to be fair to you, though, you were actually doing a lot of things for work at night. So it wasn't like you weren't just not cooking because you didn't want to. Like you were doing a lot of like your music oh, yeah. programming things oh, yeah. at night. Yeah, yeah. Like so, you know, we were out to together. To, yeah, yeah, no, we were we were out together a lot. So he would come with me to industry events, and it's like, mm -hmm. oh, you know, label dinner and this dinner and that dinner. So we were just always eating out. It's not like oh, we were just home starving. But um, I told him, I'm like, after this, I'm not doing this anymore. And no, don't get me wrong. I have enjoyed cooking. And I, and I love to see the joy in people's faces when they're like, yeah. this is delicious. Yes. But it's a lot. And then you got to clean the kitchen after that. My back hurts, girl. I need a bacchiotomy. My back hurts. Bacchiotomy. <laughs> I cannot stand you right now. It's spinal. I, I am exhausted. That's the thing. So I'm going to put you on something, okay? And I think mm. that I've talked about this before, but you need to, if you are so like overcooking, I cannot believe I'm bringing myself to say this because I feel like I'm becoming one of those people. Please tell me. You need the Instant Pot, girl. You need this Instant Pot. I made is a that, robot. Is that yeah. the situation where you just throw stuff in it? Girl, you, I swear to you, I just put a bunch of meat in there. I put a can of crushed tomatoes. I put the Sazon Goya. I did um, all of the different seasonings and you put it on and an hour later, that shit is popping so hard. I'm so everything cooks in like one, in one pot? Everything cooks in one pot and it's like one hour and it's like as if it was cooking all day long. Now, the only thing that I will say, it's like, you, you become, it's almost like becoming part of a cult 
because then you start looking up recipes. Now I don't want to use my pots and pans anymore. Now I'm like, well, what, what can I make that I can throw in the instant pot? You'd be looking for different type of stuff. Oh yeah. These hot dogs and these potatoes, they can go together. Okay. I made kielbasa and cabbage the other day. Oh wow. <laughs> kielbasa and cabbage. I am dead right now. Kielbasa and cabbage with a, a beef bouillon cube and boom, that was like lunch. It was so amazing. Do you put together you. these recipes by yourself? No, but that's what I'm saying. You go online and you start looking and reading. It becomes this cult. Like you, you start following these different bloggers that all they do is Instant Pot. And you're like, oh, I know this blogger's good because I made one of her recipes before. So I'm going to do this one. But like, is there any dish that you have like perfected that you think is like the best now because you've done it? I'll tell you one thing. There is one dish or one particular thing that I'm never eating again after this. That? And that's empanadas, okay? No. This, this and this man makes me empanadas of everything. Empanada de queso, empanada de desayuno, empanada de pollo. For you. I thought you were the one making them for him. No, he's making them for me. I'm never having empanadas after this child. He swears he's like the empanada king. Anything he could find and he could put it inside of an empanada, he's making it. I'll be You're like, the empanada mama and he's the empanada king. Bruh, I I'm, listen, I'm never eating empanadas after this. But you know what? I made Rasta pasta for the first time the other day. Oh, is this the one that you showed me on your Instagram? Yes. The one that you got the recipe from the, um, okay, tell me about this. Is this like jerk chicken spices? Yeah, so it's like jerk Caribbean jerk spices. So it's like a Jamaican okay. dish and it's like yeah. pasta with chicken and, and shrimp and then you use Jamaican spices. Mm -hmm. And honestly, it was so good that I'm like, oh, this is about to be my signature dish when I go to parties. If anybody says I'm, I got to bring a, a dish, I'm bringing rasa pasta. It was so Was it so good? It really was so good. And I didn't go overboard with the jerk because Nuni doesn't really like spices. And he was yeah, like, a lot of people. And he was like, I'm not eating that. I, I don't eat rasta pasta. Girl, the day after, he was tearing it down. Yeah, that was some good ish right Listen, there. Listen, he, he was ready for that Jamaican food the day after because I wasn't cooking really? it again. But yeah, but I feel like that's that. And I made it with my sister. I think that's really what like made me feel more like... Like, oh, I, I, I love this. I'm always going to make this because it's like she was the sous chef. So she mm -hmm. told me like what to do and I would do it. So it like bonded us. You know, cooking for Latinos has always been like a bonding experience. You know, it's we, the center. It's it really the center is. of the home for us, at least. I know for you too. Yeah. You know, it's like that's where we all gravitate when we're together. Everybody goes, we have beautiful living rooms, La Sala, you know, the one. Get, you you can't know, yeah, exactly. And it has the vinyl over the, we, we still have all of that, but like everybody congregates in the kitchen. That is where the heart is. A hundred percent. And, and Latinos love to watch other people eat. Come, come mas. Si oh, yeah. mas you know, bueno, te gusto. Te gusto. Yeah. It's just, it's just a thing, but what about you? What's your favorite dish that, you, that you've made during this quarantine? I, okay, so this is hilarious because I have been known to make this one dish. It's called lemon chicken, right? But this lemon chicken is so bomb. It's so easy. And it's almost like a disservice for me not to share it. Like, I'm not a selfish person. I used to tell my friends all the time, you've got to make this chicken. I'm telling you. So when I first started dating Mark, I went over to his place in Long Island and I wanted to make this lemon chicken so bad because it was just like, you I want to show, show this guy. I want to show this guy. You were like, he going to see I could cook. Girl, this chicken was so raw. This, this boy uh, almost got food poisoning. <laughs> I didn't, it was a different oven and I didn't do it well. So now I've perfected it. I have perfected this. And you know what, honey, I'm really super proud of something. And you know, I'm never one to like blow myself up, but like, 
I recorded myself. I got this equipment. I did the recipe in my This is own cooking kitchen. with Carolina? This is what's cooking, Carolina. Is and that what it is? I, I like that. I, I saw it. I was like, this is so video. adorable. I loved I, it. You know what it was? I just said there were all of these people who were doing all of these amazing things that they've had time to do in quarantine. And I said, you know, if I get out of this quarantine and I didn't learn one thing, then I'm going to be super disappointed in myself. And so I reached out to someone and they said, why don't you just do it on iMovie? Mm-hmm. I took a good two hours to just play around with iMovie. And so finally, my lemon chicken recipe is up for the world to see. Good, I'm going to make it. And you do, you have to because it is so easy. And once you perfect it, it will be your go-to. When people come over, you'll say, oh, I'll make my lemon chicken. You know, and I don't know. I don't, you say me. lemon chicken. And I'm thinking of like the chicken that was always at Sabaros with the pieces of lemon on top of it. No, child. That's like, that's chicken franchise or some shit. Okay, no, my no, fault. No, no, Listen, no. I don't know. I don't know what lemon chicken is about. I got to make the no, recipe though. This is good. You said Sabaros. No. Yeah, so I remember. Better. They always, in, in the window, it always had like a chicken and then it would have like lemons on top of it. So I figured, no. maybe, oh, that was lemon chicken maybe. This is so much better. But you know what, honey? Like, this is the, the hard part. I have to think of breakfast, lunch, dinner. And now what I've been doing is I've been trying to, like, you know, meat prices are going to go up. Have you heard about this whole, like, thing? And, you know, heard the, that the shortages the and all of this. Stuff. Yeah, you know, this has been going on for weeks Oh, Carolina, can I ask you a question? Do you have a freezer in your house full of stuff? I was tempted I to buy a, a freezer. I was like, I, I, we need a freezer. But then they were like a thousand dollars. I was like, we don't need a freezer. No, you don't need a freezer. No, you know what it is? Um, we have a small, an extra drawer. So we have our real freezer, and then we have one of those like little, little refrigerators that go uh-huh. out. Like it's not a full size or anything. So it's almost like it's like a college it's bigger, refrigerator. It's bigger than what somebody would have in a dorm. It's almost okay. like a mid size. It doesn't really hold a lot, but I. It's have, like first apartment type of refrigerator. I got exactly, you. I exactly. I could barely make ends meet type of refrigerator. That type of refrigerator. That my my twenty six year old refrigerator. Okay, so that's what we have as an extra. So it doesn't really hold that much extra, but um, but yeah, like what I've been trying to do is. If one night we have chicken, the next night we have beef. If the next night we have beef, then the next night we have like pork. Variety, or, yeah. you know, just the variety of it all. There's just so much thought that has to go in it. So whenever my husband eats and I'm sitting there looking, and you're right, Latinos, they look at you, they want to see. They want to see the approval. Like I just worked for three hours in this kitchen. And if you don't give me a damn, that's mm-hmm. good. I'm going to start questioning you. I need this is delicious. I need that at least three times while you're at eating. Least. And, and you know what? Give me a roll of the eyes. Give me a, oh, this is so good. 100%. <laughs> that, means, that means that you are truly enjoying it. Listen, once my husband knocks out after dinner, I'm like, he really enjoyed this. He went right to bed. Yes. I it puts good. them to sleep. Mm-hmm. Yes. He yeah. says all the time, there's got to be some type of sedative in some of this food that you be making because I can't Don't believe I go right to sleep. Don't think I will sprinkle some Benadryl on, on that shit because 100%. I will put right now. Thank God he goes right to sleep after I cook because if not, I probably would be slipping some of that in there. But what you know, are you what are you indulging in? What are you just like, okay, this is my comfort food. This is what I go to when I need like to just feel like, eh, you know what, today was kind of yucky. I just need to like feel better about it. You know what? I've been making cookies from scratch. Remember when I put the flour in my story? And you're like, girl, that's like, you can't find that anywhere. Oh, I said, that's a hot commodity. You got flour. So you know what? For whatever, I found this Martha Stewart, like a uh, chocolate chip, like chewy cookie. My brother-in-law, um, he... Um, 
he likes to bake. He likes to cook. He's a white boy. His name is John Tucker and he is amazing. Okay. Every time, every time I go to my sister's house, they have like these great cookies that he makes. So I'm like, Oh, oh wait, this is your other sister. This is your okay, my older Tucker. sister. Yeah. Okay, okay, so yeah, I'm yeah. like, I'm like Tucker, I need your recipe for those cookies. And he's like, Oh, that's Martha Stewart's recipe. So I've been doing those cookies and then I make like three dozen and every time i feel like oh my god i hate life exagerada. I'd be like, why do you have to make three dozen i don't know the recipe i don't know how to like divide the recipe you know what i'm saying <laughs> so so it's like then it's like a million cookies and i'm like okay i guess so i don't want to throw it out so and wait, um oh my gosh wait you do three dozen cookies because you don't know how to half the recipe no i don't want why to are Carolina. you my sister why are you my sister i called i called mark the other day because i was doing a recipe i go honey what's a half of a half and he goes seriously and i go yeah what's a half of half and he goes carolina are you being for real right now and i go yeah and he goes what was it though it's a quarter and i'm like oh my god how do i not know that it's a quarter i was like oh yeah listen i'm not doing all that division Mm -mm, i'm not and doing the it. google and the google what is um what is ounces to liters like if i get like a different type of recipe yeah. uh -huh. that is the worst i'm nah. like sitting there trying to translate it we're not doing that that's me it's like if it says one tablespoon of baking soda i am not doing half i'm doing right. the whole thing right. But cookies, I, I think those cookies, and, and I feel good that I made them. I'm like, oh, I made these from scratch. Like, I feel really accomplished when it comes to like a lot of different things, you know? And um, I think cooking has given me a, a, a sense of like, okay, I have a purpose, you know? Like I feed the family. Like, well, it's an outlet too. Like it's important, yeah. Oh yeah. 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 yeah, most definitely. And I get to post stuff on Instagram because I'm not posting myself. I look crazy every single day. So I'm like, okay, You're... at least I can post my food. I can post my dog. I can post I'm not my... going to let you do that. I won't let you do that. You look absolutely beautiful. Oh, you I need can. to be kinder to you, yourself. I know. You know. That's the thing. I And again, I'm giving advice and I don't take it myself because yesterday somebody gave me a compliment and I was like, oh my gosh, thank you. I look like a monster. I was like, oh, my Botox all wore off. And then I'm like thinking to myself, I'm like, you know what? <sighs> so fine tengo la arruga, but you know what those are smiles those are smiles yeah you know like even though i know i'm not like you know my tip top or whatever it is that i used to do to take care of myself i'm healthy my eyes can see i can breathe you know what i'm saying so i know what I you're just, saying let's, let's be grateful for what we do have i know what you're saying but you know it's like with this i've kind of like came to the realization that i was just like very dependent on everything, Carolina, from mm -hmm. like hair, extensions, manicures, pedicures, uh, massages, eyebrows. And then it's like, now you're stripped of all of it. And mm -hmm. it, it's it, it, that confidence of like owning it, it doesn't happen in like 30 days of, of, of being quarantined. So it's taking me a little bit of time to like really feel comfortable and like catch up with like, oh, okay, I don't have long hair anymore. Oh, mm -hmm. I don't have long, I don't have long fingernails anymore. Oh, I lost the arch to my eyebrow because I had become very like a perfectionist when it came to my look, when it mm -hmm. came to my pictures and you know, it's like makeup and yes, you got to slay. So now it's just like, oh shit, I'll have none of that anymore. So it, it's taken me a little bit of time, you know? Don't you think that we're going to come back? I think, I think women are going to come back and this is my hope. My hope is that you can have a little bit of a furrier eyebrow and oh, other yeah. women won't be as judgmental. You know, I think that we got into this cycle of just seeing Instagram influencers, models, you know, celebrities. And, mm -hmm. you know, even, even I will say this, like, you know, there are women who have shamed other women 
for not being on their level, of you course. know, like for um, the, the women who don't have it all together. And I think that that's okay. Like it's okay to be forgiving and it's okay to understand that like, you know what, maybe this person chooses not to have their nails done every week. Oh, you know? no, a hundred percent. Some people, Oh, look who's there. Yes, Noah. Again, this is my child interrupting me. Well, we are doing, as... I'm doing work right now, but yes, my love. Yes. Love his glasses. Can you play your DS when you're outside? No. Devices are not, you go outside and enjoy the fresh air. Go run around. No, you haven't. You've been outside for exactly 20 minutes, okay? So go outside and play. When it's five o'clock, you can come inside, okay? Thank you. Close the door. I love you. Goodbye. And that folks is working from home. <laughs> that is exactly what, and I literally had a, I talked with them and I said, I'm going to put on a show for you. I don't I matter. Want you to go outside. I, I don't matter. The, I have the video here. I can look at them. I see them on the ring and I said, you can go and play outside, get some fresh air because it's a beautiful day. It is. And I want you to enjoy the sunshine. But these fools keep coming in here and asking me for things. And I'm just like, they don't I came in four times right in one now. hour. One, like seriously. And you thought Mark was bad. Oh my gosh, it's never ending. The, the requests from these children are never ending. I can't do enough for them. I can't, you know, and that's the other thing too that I feel like is going to be very challenging for me. I'm with them 24 seven, you guys. So I'm more concerned about them going back to school and not having me around because I think a lot of parents are going to face this when their kids go back. Because, you know? of, because of like the possibility of contracting Corona and you're not being able to supervise them? No, I'm more worried about them like wanting to be around me all the time once things oh, get normal. Like, like separation anxiety once outside is yes. open? Oh, yes. yeah, that could be said, a thing too. I go, you are going to have to go back to school. You will have to go on a bus. I said, Arlena's like, don't be. think for one <laughs> second. I'm I'm not your teacher. No, but there are some parents that are like, you know, this is really amazing and I'm not faulting them at all. If you have the capacity and the ability to do it, God bless you. I do not. I have a full-time job with full-time responsibilities yeah. and I cannot homeschool them. I'm not capable of it. And that's the reason why teachers are, you know, I think the most underrated, underappreciated people that, that work right now. And I think a lot of people are realizing it. So you, anyway. know what, you know what's crazy? Teachers were the first ones that were like, we're not going to work. Close the schools, close the schools, close the schools. They were not playing. I feel like the first week teachers were like tapped out, close the schools. So props to them, man. They, they saw what we couldn't see. I guess that's why they're educators and we're not. Well, it has definitely, I've always appreciated my kids' teachers because I've said like they are unsung heroes. The fact that they deal with these children every single day, think about 26 personalities. Let's give or take, let's say they have 26 kids in their classroom. 26 little personalities dealing with them on a day-to-day -day basis, having to teach them. Oh, also you got to try to kind of make it fun so that everybody has fun. Mm -hmm. It's a lot on their plate, but now the teachers are at home and they're not only teaching our kids on zoom, but they're teaching their own kids after that. Now they're taking care of their household. So, you know, big shout outs to the teachers, man, mm -hmm. and the administrators, because you guys are doing the damn thing and people who don't appreciate you, I hope their eyes have been opened. You 100%. Know? No, now that everybody's with at home, you know, with their kids and they, they realize what it takes to actually like homeschool, let's say two kids versus 20 kids. Like the, the appreciation <laughs> for the teachers is, is, has been found all over again. 
Honey sent me a meme that is the first day of school, and it's a mom that rolls up, and she starts throwing her kids out of These the kids car. gotta go. I said, straight up, that is me come September. If they are allowed to go back, I will slow the car down, but you're getting out. I'm not stopping. Yeah. I won't make a full stop, because then you'll try to stay. Um, and then somebody else sent me a meme that said, you lied. My child is not a joy to have in class. <laughs> at all. At all. I saw the other one that you put. If you have two motherfucking apples, I'm like, Caroline. <laughs> Honey, you know what it is? I just don't have the patience. And it's hard because, you know, you also like, I don't want to damage my children. I want them to not. remember this experience as like a positive one. Like I want mm -hmm. them to remember that, you know, Mommy did this, and only until they're much, much older will they understand the gravity of the situation, mm -hmm. you know, having been a working mom and still, you know, doing everything with them. And I think that a lot of parents who are listening right now will understand that, too. It won't be until they're in their 30s that they'll look back and be like, well, damn, how did you do that, you know? But if I have to explain a word problem again, <laughs> there are seven fucking apples. If I take two motherfucking apples away, how many do I have left? Count them. Count them. Do it. One, two, three. Kids <laughs> like, is over here ready to piss their pants. Talk about mom is evil. Lose my mind. I mean, that's my inner dialogue, but I'm like, no, sweetheart, try it again. Okay. I don't think we're looking. Oh, I that's your inner dialogue. Okay. I, I take that back. Dialogue. I take that back. Yes. I cannot. I cannot. Because you know what? My little one now is a parrot. He says everything that I say. That's Snoop Dogg. So, no, that's Noah. Noah is Snoop Dogg. He's snooping all up in my business. He wants to know what apps I'm playing with. Mommy, who are you talking to on Instagram? How do you know this person? Talk about your friend that? is calling you. Yeah, yeah. He is all up in my shit. And then the other one, the little one, just repeats everything I say. So I have to be super careful. And the other day, he looks at me and he goes, fucking, fucking, fuck, 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 fuck. Oh, oh, and I go, um, a whole excuse song? me? A whole what song? And he goes, I'm just trying to remember the word that you said, mommy, because I know it's not a nice word. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I am in so much trouble with this kid. So they are definitely keeping me busy. But you know what I was going to tell you is that like my comfort thing that I've been like reaching for is what? Girl, I got a delivery. Actually, I'm going to have to get you a delivery. I almost don't want to tell you what it is. What is it? Tell me. This ice cream. An this ice cream, that's dangerous. Is, this place is called Sip and Swirl. It's in New Jersey, but they have a Long Island delivery. And I sniffed that out and I found out that they could deliver to me. Really? I am like I'm in Jersey, so you should, you got to put me on because <laughs> I am right here. I got you. I'm going to send you a delivery. And they have the most, it's the creamiest, most delicious ice cream. So I said to Mark, I go, if I'm going to get a delivery, I want to get like a bunch of it so that we don't have to like keep on going back and forth, you know? Yeah, of course. 12 pints later. What? Well, but you know what it is? If you're from Jersey, girl, I'm not going to be trying to get Yeah, no, of course, but 12 time, pints, Carolina, you know? like, hello. I did, and we got different varieties. We got cookie mustard. I got your butter pecan. I got your peanut butter swirl. I got your chocolate. We, we go, like, Oh, you got different flavors. All. Oh, hell yeah. So whenever <laughs> I'm having a bad night, I just make mm -hmm. sure that I go over the free uh, the freezer, and that's I get funny. myself a little cup. And that's where the three pounds came from, by the way. Oh, okay. That's not bad. And you know what? Three pounds is not bad. I feel like we could lose three pounds in, in, in a week if we really set our minds to it. I'm thinking of buying a Peloton though. I'm not going to hold you. 
Are you? Like, but it's like $3,000, right? It's too no, much. No, you know, I heard they make great uh, clothing hangers because that's what's going to happen. So you're just going to put your clothes on it after a while. Oh, good God, no. Well, my gym is closed. You know, the first six weeks of the quarantine, my gym was open in my building. So I was oh, able for to- real? Yeah, so I worked out and I got into this habit of working out every single day for an hour. And then one day they were like, you know, somebody called the police and we have to close the gym. I'm like- For real? what hater i know it wasn't anybody who used the gym so it must have been somebody who was walking by the gym and hating that we were still trying to maintain our weight down man and then after that i literally cried the day they closed the gym i felt like that was like my last little thing Mm -hmm. and it was taken from me and i just that day i felt like the world was unfair life was unfair i didn't want to continue i was like really really fucked up i just felt like that was my one last little bit escape that's the only one place where i would go to i'm i'll be back i'm going to the gym and i have my little routine i would put on my right. clothes i would take mm-hmm. my little gym bag i would watch an episode of ozark you know while i was working out very lightly right <laughs> but it was something you know what i'm saying and it's just like it was taken from me and no, that I day i cried that day i was just so frustrated i'm like what else is gonna happen yeah. And, um, now I'm like, maybe I should get a Peloton. But now you're telling me. No, 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 no. I'm just, I'm trying to be funny. No, not at all. You know what? I encourage you, but I only encourage you to get one if you're going to use it because yeah. you don't want it to become that thing that just collects dust. Um, you know, personally, I will tell you, I'm a workout fanatic. Mm-hmm. I, I know that much. Home workouts. Oh, I hate it. I hate Carolina, it. but what if this is like a new life? You're going to have to get with it then Mark's going to have to make us a gym in the basement. Okay. You're going to have to go down there. You're going to have to figure out that musty old basement that we got down there. Get me some carpeting, like, you know, rip, rip up the carpeting actually. That's gotta Um, go. Yeah. You know, I, we have discussed that because I am a yogi. I love Pilates. Mm -hmm. I need it for my back and I don't get the same release. I don't get the same endorphins that I do normally from when I'm like working out at a gym or at a studio working out at home. I need a mirror to check my form. I mean, and I'm not being, I'm not being narcissistic. It's more, I I do. I need to check my form. It's just your technique. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I'm used to. I'm accustomed to it. So for me, this has been the hardest part you know i will tell you the one time that i cried for something so insignificant but it was so funny there's a whole new system that i had to get to know with my son's schooling it's called canvas and so the teachers post all of the assignments on canvas right so my child has gym and the gym teacher posted a bunch of the different assignments Mm -hmm. so i didn't see them and I have been doing, I do have to say this, I'm not trying to prop myself up, but I have been doing every single assignment. These boys have gone to every single class. I have been consistent. They have not missed a thing. When the gym teacher marked my assignment late, I started crying. <laughs> I lost it. I you got lost so mad. It. I was so pissed. I was like, what? And I was like, oh no, he didn't. I pulled out my phone. I was like, um, I said, and what is his name? I'm like trying to find his name. And I was like, excuse me, sir, but I am just getting to know the Canvas app. And I am sorry, but we were not late with that. I tried to upload this assignment. I went on a full rant. Right? You were on your whole, can I speak to the manager type of vibe? I was Karen. I had my freaking Kate Goslin haircut. I had the robe on everything. I was pissed. And the teacher writes back and says, oh, it's not a problem. That's just the default setting. And I'm like, 
You mean um, to tell me that I got in this emotional space a of like for thinking a meltdown for nothing. And I went into my closet and I was bawling my eyes out. Like, how am I going to do this? Like, oh, this is so hard. Yeah, it's but weird. Because it's like it, that one moment unleashes everything that you've been feeling. Because it, it, maybe it wasn't that serious that they closed the gym. But I just, that was like my worst day during the yeah. lockdown. I was like, okay, that's it. I have nothing. I will go nowhere. I will just yeah. sit at my, my workspace all day until, you know, de Blasio and Cuomo decide I can come back outside. Okay. So here's my question for you. Are you one of the people who has watched every single Cuomo press conference or are you not? Because you know, there is like a whole movement around governor Cuomo and these crazy in heat women. <laughs> All these older ladies trying to marry Cuomo. I'm like, come on, mom, relax. Like, it's not Wait, that deep. What did they call him? The love gov? I like, saw what? that. This I saw a t shirt that said Cuomo sexual. I'm like, y'all are really taking oh, it to a whole sexual? Yeah. I'm like, oh, y'all are taking God. it to another level. Somebody I work with, she's like, my mom is obsessed with Cuomo. Well, I'm not, Carolina. The first few weeks, <laughs> I watched, but then it's like, he kept saying the same thing over and over and over and over. Yeah, every, yeah, yeah. every day yeah. they just say the same thing. At this point, I'm like, okay, just somebody tell me when we're going outside. Other than right. that, I just wait for like our iHeart updates that come every single hour. And I yeah, read they've like- Yeah, they've been really great about those. They've been they really have, great. No, nah, they have been amazing. I just read that. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm not watching the Blasio, Cuomo, and Murphy all day long. I'm not doing it. So I'll tell you, I cried when I had a late gym assignment. So that was one time. Mm -hmm. And then the other time when I full-blown ugly you cried- cried? I, no, I mean, I've cried a couple of times. I've cried uh -huh. like a couple of times just from feeling overwhelmed and, yeah. you know, but like, um, I'm talking full blown, ugly cry, boohooing, you can't catch your breath, that type of cry. Mm -hmm. What the hell happened to make you feel this way? When Cuomo announced that school was over, <laughs> I was like... I had hope for June. Girl, I had, had hope. boogers. I had <laughs> my mocos were coming out, streaming down my He said, face. I had hope for June. I had hope. I said, maybe June, come on, baby, come on. Let's get them back in in June. Only because I didn't want this to be the end before yeah. September. Yeah, no, they're home, I mean? they're home forever. They're That's home it. for good. Yeah. And so when he said, as of this date, we are going to announce that schools will be closed. And I said, no, <laughs> I had novella crying. It was just. Were the kids looking at you? No, thankfully I was in my room by okay, myself. Okay, thank God. Because they were like, said, mommy, what's wrong? No, no. I You're going to be with me till September. That's what's wrong. I wouldn't have the heart to tell them. No. And you know what it is? Like I said, it's been a joy. It's been a joy, but it's also been really, really hard. So when yeah. he said that, that's when I let loose. I did. I, I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. Like, how am I going to work? How am I going to be able to do all of these things? Because I was really more concerned with us opening back up. But you know what? I just, it's one day at a time. Yeah, it, it is. truly is. Yeah. At this, at this point, it's just like, I just want to stay Corona free and employed. Those are the only two things I care Girl, about right now. If that ain't the truth, you know what? There are so many people who are like seriously in, they're in trouble, you know, and it's your neighbors. It's your, and that's why I say, please, please have a sympathetic heart right now. Be, or, or, or actually, you know, be empathetic, you know, understand that people are really, really going through some hard times. So, you know, um, I said the other day, I think it was a couple of weeks ago that I did this thing for Rayos and Jersey Cares. And, um, you know, I said, 
people want to contribute and I know that they can't monetarily, mm -hmm. but there are ways that you can do things like on social media. Like uh, oh, for yeah. me, if you made that dinner and used the hashtag, they would give a dinner to a family in need. You know, there are a number of ways that you can help out your brothers and sisters because I mean, this is, this is the real deal, man. Even, like, this... even if it's just being, being there for people, you know, people want to talk right now. People want to, you know, let it all out. You know, if somebody mm -hmm. got fired, they might want to talk about that every single day, you know, because it's a huge thing for them. So just listening and, you know, being empathetic and, and just, you know, allowing them to vent i feel like mm -hmm. even even that in itself is a way to help those people around you like uh Nooney's very close friend he contracted covid and he was in the hospital and you know at, at one point we were like we he might die and, yeah and you know it was all about talking to him facetiming him checking up on him sending him messages it was just being there for him and he said, tells us now he's like if it wasn't for you guys i wouldn't have made it wow Wow. So, so you being there for someone goes such a long way. You know, it's not just about money. It's more about like moral support, you know, and, oh, absolutely. and, and cheering people on, especially when, when people are really in the dumps, like battling Corona, you have to like, you see fear in people's eyes, you know, yeah. and, and you have to tell them like, you got this. Are you crazy? You know, you're going to be better. You're going to go home. So just being there, you know, for people right now, I, I think is, is crucial. Well, I just said, you know, my, um, I think I've mentioned it before. My brother's a doctor. Both of my brothers are doctors. Two of my brothers rather are doctors. My dad is a doctor. And, um, I was talking to my one brother about it. He's a pulmonologist and he it practices in Ohio. And, um, we were just discussing, we were saying, you know, there is going to be a huge need for mental health awareness for the medical, the medical society. Oh yeah. I think a lot of people are, um, you know, a lot of the nurses and the doctors, they're running on adrenaline. They are running on their survival skills. They are going to, they're, some of them are in shock from what they they've are. seen. They're just numb and they're just going through the motions and, you know, just. So I think if you have a friend or if you have a family member who is a healthcare provider, who is a nurse, who is a, you know, whatever, anybody who is in that environment, mm -hmm. just definitely keep an eye on them, check in and make sure that you are really on point for them because they're going to need you. And it might not even be now. You know, I mean, we saw the effects of 9-11 even years later mm -hmm. on families, you know, and I'm not that I'm comparing this to 9-11, but um, traumatic experiences. Is yeah, basically and this like is a very traumatic experience. Is, exactly. Yeah. So they're saying that um, once we get through this, you know, what are going to be, it's almost like an aftershock of an earthquake. And I think that is going to be a major one is just mental health awareness and making sure that people feel like they can talk and they can get through that and work through those issues and stuff. So, you know, um, yeah, that's, that's going to be huge for, for everybody. And I think in this country we've seen it and they're talking about it in Italy who went through a really, really tough time. So, you know, just be aware. And if you have neighbors or if you have people who you know that have been furloughed or people who you know that have been laid off, ask them ask them, say, you know, if you can afford it, we're ordering takeout tomorrow night. You know, can we get you guys anything? I mean, just the gesture. Just yeah, no, it, it. it definitely goes a long way. Yeah, definitely it'll provide that way. support. But don't ask honey to cook anything for you because she ain't cooking. Nah, that's, that's she a is done. Girl I said I said done. I was done, and then yesterday I cooked again. So I'm just talking shit. <laughs> well, you know what? Send us your recipes. I'm at the Real Carolina on all social media, and uh, tell us what you're cooking too. Where are you, honey? 
I am on Instagram and it's I am Honey German. Hit me up. I'll hit you guys back. Send me your foods. Send me your recipes. I, I love when people hit me with, with the whole like, and here's my food. I'm like, yes. oh, okay, you did good. <laughs> I love that. And you know, you can always reach out to us if you need somebody to talk to. We are here for you. Life in Spanglish podcast at gmail.com. Or you can also follow our social media uh, handle is at LI Spanglish. So guys, thank you so much for joining us today. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. We love you. Te quiero mucho, honey. Uh, yo te quiero también, mi amor. Un beso. Okay, we'll Bye. see you later. Bye. <laughs> Voy a ponerme la vacuna Prevnar 20 porque estoy en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica, la cual pudiera llevarme al hospital. Así que preguntaré sobre Prevnar 20. 65 años o más, puedes estar en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico acerca de vacunarte con Prevnar 20, vacuna conjugada antineumocósica 20 valente, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones contra 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20enespañol.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20. When something happens to your car, you might say, No! My car! But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So, just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity.